I love when people are, are confident like that. That they just don't need to. They're exactly. Says the two people that are so extroverted and so loud. <laughs> We're like, we love uh, just being thoughtful and confident. Quiet, like, silent. You and I at a party, like just like getting low and screaming. But hey, we're working on it. <laughs> Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degan and Kristen Mandela. It sure is, girl. And this sure. is the season finale. Season finale. We're doing it. Can't believe Season it. two has felt a little bit um, unhinged, I will say. I know. Well, we kind of <laughs> scrapped our whole format and I was just like, okay, we're going to wake up at seven o'clock and record before you have to go into the office and we're going to have no script or anything, just the, the title yeah. of the episode. It's truly been <laughs> I don't know if that's caught on for the listeners, but <laughs> please let us know if you like this format because it's way more fun for us. <laughs> we have been having a time, like truly yeah. we'll, we'll actually record. I mean, today is not as like early as... Um, we usually have been doing it. Not as early or as organized. I kept pressing buttons on my garage band and this yeah, is guys, the third this time is, we had this started is to attempt. record this because I'm like, hey, yeah. 20 minutes in, should I just press this button real quick? <laughs> this is attempt number three. So yeah, sorry. sorry, Al. Here we are. And anyway, I will tell you yes. what our episode's about. Today Please. our episode is all about confidence. Confidence oh and feeling fabuloso. And feeling um, like the main character in your life, which character. is something that you and I have started to incorporate into our life. We have. We and have. I learned it from you. And I freaking love it. Yeah. And so Chris and I obviously talk about this all the time and we're constantly working on it and we think we have mastered the skill. <laughs> yeah, we're perfect. We are We are perfect. and 100% yeah. confident The most hesitation. confident bitches you'll ever meet. And uh, so we yeah, thought we'd share sure. that with you. I laugh because it's obviously completely untrue. <laughs> yeah. It's incredibly untrue. It's incredibly untrue. I message untrue. her like constantly being like, I'm having a bad day. I think I'm a poop face. <laughs> so we're going to talk about it because I love yeah, to talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about, about our learning curve. We're going to totally talk we're about our learning curve. Yeah. So let's get into it, baby. Let's get into it, baby. Let's so do it. So I would say let's turn let's let's actually for old time's sake let's return a little bit back to our old format, season let's one format, where we do, go back do. to the beginning and figure out. Okay, so like young Armenian girl, love it, love in theater, love in mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. having some body hair image issues, having some body image issues, all these different things. Were you also comp? Like, can you also be confident at the same time? Like, how would you describe your confidence level during those times? So honestly, like I think that I was, as a kid, I don't know why, but I don't remember not feeling confident. Like I think I felt confident because Mm -hmm. I don't know if I really thought about like body hair aside for sure, but like I don't know if I really thought about like body, um, like I don't know. I just felt confident because I knew what I liked. I think that's where my confidence came like from. Like in terms of activities, like things yeah, that you like to like do? Yeah, like I was mm. really into theater and dance and singing and all that stuff. So I knew the things I liked, which is quite And you were fun. like working at getting good at them, yeah. which I think is huge. Yeah, like and natural... I, was, I was good at them to a certain extent. Totally. Um, and I enjoyed the work of getting better at them. So that's kind of where my confidence came from. I know we've like talked about it in a previous episode of like self-love of like body image issues like started really young Mm -hmm. and all that. But there's like also – I think that like self – I feel like you always had an underlying sense of self though. 
Yeah, I kind of did. And I don't know where that came from or or why that is. Like, I I maybe I attribute it to like, I don't even know. I Maybe I attribute it. No, but it-, it is quite contagious. And I think it is something that you've very much carried into adulthood because when I introduce you to my friends that you don't already know, it's one of the first things that they bring up following the interaction. It happened just the other day when we went to my restaurant. What? Mel I've was never like, heard this. Yeah, oh, I haven't told you because she was just like, <laughs> oh my God, Al is – not only is she hilarious and the best storyteller, but she just has this like energy that you want to be around and she's so confident. It makes me want to be confident. Get and it's the just fuck like you, you have no, not a joke. You literally have. I've told you that other people in my life that have said that about you. You have. There's. I, yeah, that's one of the best compliments I think I've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, which other is other than you have a fat ass girl, <laughs> fat with a ph other than that fat baby. Ass. Yeah, tit. yeah. But honestly, though, genuinely, that's a compliment that that's and a, a comment huge... that I have received from multiple people in my that's life. That's a. Oh my god! I like. I'm emotional. That's a huge compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's true. I'm like, it is true. Hundred percent. That's just like that's. Honestly, like I aspire to be so confident that it allows other people to be confident as well. Like I want people to feel confident in my presence. Yeah. That they're like, that they can be themselves. Cause I, I mean, we can get to that later in the episode, but I'm like, and I think that also is where you always wanted to differentiate. And I think that's something that you always differentiate is between cocky, which is looking to kind of oppress other people with yes, your confidence yes. in like this overcompensatory way yeah. where you're like oh i'm the, i'm the shit but you're you're the worst you know what i mean yeah i feel like talking not- kind of comes off in this way that's not looking for empowering the people around you it's looking for doing the opposite whereas like confidence 100%. you walk into a room and you have an air about you that you hope i mean to no fault it might it might be intimidating to some people which yeah. is not your fault but it also might allow and create space for people to be there them themselves in their truest form and i think that like confidence is just certainty in who you are and what you like and so totally. that's why i say like as a kid i was i don't think that i i think i was confident because i was certain in what i liked and what i wanted yeah. and confidence is like it has many minutiae, like you know what I mean? Yes, it's like a nuanced yes. thing because you said at the same time, you can be confident in your sense of self and still be dealing with body image issues. Like 100%. it's not just like a They're one not. size fits all word where yes. it's like, that means you have no insecurities. It means you yeah. think you're perfect. It means you're a no. cocky little shit. Like, no, that's not what it means. I don't think so. So what about you? Were you confident growing up? Because I always look at you and I'm like, this bitch is confident. Yeah, I think I have like many layers to me, like an onion, <laughs> where it's like let's peel them back, baby. Peel, peel, peel it peel. back. And deep down at my core, I was very similar to you, where I just had this sense that I was dope. Okay, love that. Yeah, and I kind of always was like, yeah, like I'm gonna be successful. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be that. And I just, I always like felt very grounded in mm-hmm. like what I cared about. Like I was kind of very early on, I cared about the environment because I went to camp all the time and it just like became something that was like really integrated into my personality from a long time and it made me different, but it wasn't mm-hmm. different in a way that like made me self-conscious or not confident. It, it was the opposite where I was just like, I'm very confident to be like this weird, like I remember my friends like literally had a birthday party and they like had all these extra things that were like kind of poking fun at me at like this lovely way and I was like, this is dope. Like I've... Brand, oh. like you know what I mean like I like yeah, my friends yeah, yeah. are recognizing that I'm different and like, I'm doing something different like yeah. whether it was like going vegan or earlier on it was like bringing my own snacks and my own water bottle to movie theaters when it was like grade 12 or first year university or any of these Crazy. things like I always kind of um 
And I think some of it was probably to be different for the sake of being different. But I think honestly, sometimes yeah, that's okay too. Yeah, there's definitely always that as like a kid. Um, but it was something that I was person. proud of because I did also believe in it. You know what I mean? I really did care mm-hmm. about the environment and I did want to show other people and create conversation that way. And that hasn't changed in like over a decade, which is pretty <laughs> wild. Um but I think it has like morphed and changed into mm-hmm. like there becomes layers of self-doubt and things just from like lived experiences that kind of like limit your mm-hmm. ability to feel super confident. And I think me right now, especially with working with my therapist and with with Andres is like uncovering her again. Yeah. That like unfettered confidence and like yeah. belief in myself because I think the world – by design I don't think it's by accident does grind you down and I think it Mm -hmm. does want you to just like work hard and live in a way that isn't very mindful you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. you just have to like work and then you want to spend your money and you want to get drunk and then you want to numb yourself and then you want to do the things like the week over again and you're like working for the weekend living for yeah exactly yeah exactly and I think I I'm I'm just not made for that I'm I'm Mm -hmm. honestly not I love working hard for things that I care about but I just I can't and I will say that takes a certain level of that does take a certain level of confidence to like be so sure of yourself and that like you can live and like be successful in an alternative way in an in an alternate way yeah well you and I have always had that in common I also think that's why you and I have gotten gotten along so well Mm -hmm. right from the outset was like hey we both have a very similar (laughs) worldview and lifestyle um and that was like very comforting to me especially at the beginning when i was like am i just actually lazy and it's like no i'm not actually lazy no, i'm just you're not you're just doing things differently and yeah that's totally like, totally cool and i will say that like as you said it like kind of like ebbs and and it's like nuanced and stuff because i'm like as a kid we are just taking things at like face value you're like i like this and i know i totally. like this and blah 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 but then as it's you so get true. older your brain literally develops and then yeah. you start to develop critical thinking skills and as much so as you're true. criticizing the world outside of you you're also learning how to criticize to yourself to turn it inward absolutely and, and sometimes you're taught really, that from an early age because it's been modeled for you as well exactly which doesn't help. yeah so that's when like that's why like you can be confident i mean we were both confident as kids but i know for sure that we struggled with it yeah 100 percent. and and up. were there like certain times in your life where it really came out as like okay, I think I in to... high school I just mm. wasn't that confident and I think it really stemmed from like the way I looked I was like I don't think I'm like pretty and also I just felt like it was like a I'm not enough in anything like I'm not the mm. pretty enough I'm not funny enough I'm not like not I was never the the best in the room like I was right. never the prettiest girl in the room or the funniest girl in the room or the smartest girl and so that kind of knocked on my confidence because I did feel like I had friends that were like and it's such a competitive mentality to have where it's such like a we, competitive we have mentality, to be, which is and it's so also very ridiculous. capitalistic in terms of like we have to be the best at something, we have yeah. to prove our value, our worth through yeah. something. Where it's and it just, just like, like I had friends who I thought pressure. I was like, they're so stunning, like they get all the attention from boys, and like right. they're like, you know what I mean? There's people that are like the smartest, and I'm like, well, can I have just one fucking thing? <laughs> I think a lot of that comes from movies too. I don't know if you agree with me, but I feel like they romanticize like they pinhole characters. I think a lot of it comes from especially laziness. like high school laziness movies and, and stuff yeah totally it's yeah. like writing laziness but it's also just like dumbing down mm-hmm. 
like story plots because they're, yes. they just want to make money off of a, an idea. Yeah. But it's like, oh, this is the funny girl. Yeah. Who's probably also fat because fat people are funny and they we can laugh at them because, you know what I mean? Like that whole yes, terrible totally. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's this super skinny pretty girl and she's always white. And then there's this, and the, you know what I mean? There's all these mm-hmm. different archetypes that are just like one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And I think when you grow up, you're kind of like, okay, well, then what am I? Because I don't have mm-hmm. like my – I'm not the jock. I'm not the right. nerd. I'm not the this. I'm not like the something. Thing that they show. I'm yes. multiple things. And that's yeah. what we should be. We should be aiming to be multiple things. I know. And that's where like your confidence starts to falter because you're like, well, totally. shit, I'm not good at any of these right. yet. But yeah. like you don't have the sense to like understand that you don't have to be good at them right from the get-go like you totally. don't have to and try how could you something. ever be you've only been on the planet for like 16 years <laughs> yeah it's just it's fuck it's kind of like messed up how we how, how we pressure think we about put on that ourselves. we put totally. so much pressure on ourselves yeah it's nuts and it, yeah it's pretty wild to think back on because i think likewise with me i don't think it was high school because i was um i had like a pretty gr- grounded self sense of self because mm-hmm. i was running student council i was kind of yeah i felt a little queen bee a little bit and mm-hmm. i was like really prided myself on being kind to people and I had just come back from a, a trip to Kenya and I really felt like yeah I'd had this experience that really truly ch- shook my entire identity to my yes. core and having such an existential experience so young mm-hmm. it really it grounded me in a sense of confidence but it also woke me up to things around me that also was very difficult and in a different sense yeah. like really separated me from my peers and from my family because they couldn't relate to the experience that I right. had yeah. so I kind of had to double down on myself because I was like I know the experiences that I've had and mm-hmm. the people that I, I shared it with but I couldn't really like when people would be like oh my god was it amazing and I'm like yeah I mean like seeing poverty for the first time at 16 I wouldn't really describe it as amazing like there's yes. all their you know what I mean but people <laughs> kind of wanted like a one word answer being like yeah oh, is it so beautiful are they so happy and I'm like uh why are we oh shit that's so porn? weird you know to deal I mean? with at 16 and it was it was really hard to deal with at 16 because it also I didn't have the vocabulary to like yes I was you just know what I mean say. have those conversations yeah. with people about like how colonial development work was and like, <laughs> like I was just like this something feels icky about all this but yeah. I just don't know how to put it into words so I think I was very confident because I also I think it was an overcompensatory thing where I was just like I'm better than you mm. because I've had this lived experience that yes. you have not and, and then I, think I had that's to kind cockiness. of recalibrate that is cockiness but it also yeah. came I think it was a defense mechanism because I also just totally. felt super isolated and I was just like well if I'm not better then I'm worse and I can't deal with that right now so yeah I'm yeah yeah so you have way. to like over overdo it yeah you over you you kind of swing a little bit too far one way and that happens but there is a recalibration process that happens and the world will 100%. always find ways of humbling you no matter 100 percent. I do think and, that like yeah the whole time growing up, like even just listening to you speak, I was like, yeah, that's – it's true. And I I think I was like confident in the kind of person I wanted to be. Right. That like I wanted to be kind. I wanted people to feel included. So mm-hmm. I was confident in my ability to do that. Like I right. was confident that I was a kind person. I was confident right. that I made other people feel welcome and included and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. All the other crap – don't ask me about it, but like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'll make you feel like part of a group, no fucking problem. Right, totally. And if you can't see guys, okay. I'm doing the finger guns. Yeah, and they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew. But I do think um, 
And this is something that I feel quite strongly about, that confidence is not like a one-dimensional word. It doesn't mean yes. that like you are 100% confident. Yeah. It means that you like think that your body, you're 100% neutral, if not positive, in what your body mm-hmm. looks like at all times or whatever. And it means that you can walk into any room and feel amazing and that you can navigate it with no problem. I don't – I think that's delusion. <laughs> I think that's I like an too. unrealistic expectation. I think – to be confident means to be grounded in who you truly are and mm-hmm. to be able self-aware. to feel comfortable in yourself and self-aware. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're infallible. It doesn't mean that you yeah. can like eat an entire pizza and then wake up the next morning and be like, no, I feel perfect. It's like, no, <laughs> you probably have terrible I mean, terrible fuck farts if you can you do that, like good for you. But yeah, yeah totally. Nobody can do that. <laughs> nobody can do that. You'll feel like you're garbage gonna, for sure. <laughs> you're going to have bad farts. But 100% but, like, I agree That's with a you terrible example. I just mean like – no. I don't think it's like this cement word that has no yes. give and take. It does – it's malleable and it looks different depending on the rooms that you're in. It looks different yeah. depending on the, the life stage that you're in. Like when we were in high school, it looked different and now it looks like it honestly changes day to day. But like that center of yourself is still yeah. there. And I think that's it's what you and I a, both have learned to grow and kind yes. of like that's the one thing that has to be unshakable is that center, like that sense of self. Yes, I completely agree with you and I think it's – you like said it that it's like this – you're not like going to be – it's not about being like I'm good at everything and – Like I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad 100%, bitch 100%. Yeah, all yeah. the time. It's kind of like you know also where your flaws are but you're not necessarily like concentrating on them being like, oh, fuck, I'm totally. so bad at this. That's it's such a, a good point. It's a confidence in knowing like, okay, I'm bad at this. I'm going to try it. I might yeah, fail. Yeah, but it's having the humility. Of, yes. Yeah, that's such a good point. I totally agree. Yeah, so, and I think, yeah, that's something that I, I, I'm still working on. Like when I talked about being like, oh, I'm kind of complicated and yeah. I have all these like layers, I think life kind of does have a way of humbling you over and over again. And I think mm-hmm. where I'm at now is that I've now swung too far the other way where I've gotten in my own way a lot. And now I'm dealing mm. with this confidence question now for the, f- not for the first time, but in this new way at 29, where I'm like, I have really um, let these like subconscious thoughts that yes. are honestly manifestations of real things that I've heard in my life mm-hmm. that have kind of, of gotten in my own way. And I'm working obviously with my therapist and and with Andres to be like, okay, um, I need to quiet that internal dialogue. That's honestly, it's not even me. It's like a protecting voice that doesn't want me to get hurt. But but it's like, it is getting me, uh, it's getting in my my way because it it does make me second guess things that I never normally, yeah, it's too safe. And it's trying to keep me from doing things that normally I would never even think about. I know. But I think that's something that I'm struggling with now, honestly, for the first time where I'm like really critically looking at why that inner monologue has become so critical. And Mm. just like how we talked about always, like that our brain is a muscle, you have to work at realizing that like you are not your feelings, you are not emotions, you are not your thoughts, like you are you. And then there's your ego, which like is this huge cloud over top of you that kind of like muddies all of the (laughs) – all of – your actual self just to kind of keep itself protected and keep itself alive and I'm now trying to like get better at uh differentiating between those two things and so how I'm I'm now struggling with confidence if that's (laughs) but you know what like it ebbs and flows and also it ebbs and flows because then there's new I mean your whole life like all of this shit ebbs and flows I don't think you reach a level of confidence and then you're like I'm done like I'm gonna be confident for the rest yeah 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 yeah. totally because like I see you as confident. Right. And, and I, I know I am. 
but I'm and also that's struggling exactly with it. it. <laughs> totally, totally. But like you're confident because in certain aspects of your life and you're not confident in others, but you're also right. confident enough to know that these are the areas that I'm struggling in. Like, Absolutely. That's I think so that's a, that's a really, like, it, it sounds really weird, but it's like, that's No, like truth. I can walk into a room and feel very comfortable navigating it. A hundred percent. alone with my own thoughts. I'm like, uh, I have this idea. And then it's like, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Shut it down. Okay, but I want to introduce the audience to something. Let's do it. Our beautiful, sexy-ass audience because um, it's something that you introduced me to, like Mm. the idea that you've introduced me to. And now I try – and it's honestly part of my relearning process and it's like main character moments. Can you explain what main character moments are? Main character moments are living your life in moments as if you were the main character in a movie. Like the main character – in. just think of like any protagonist in a movie. Like Mm – Everything revolves around them. And it's not about like, again, like the cockiness of putting other people down, but it's like really like just living, they live for themselves. They live completely for themselves. And so I kind of started this a little bit when I first started traveling and I'd be on my own. And so I'd come back. I know I would like, I'd go traveling and I would like sit in coffee shops by myself and read my book and like whatever. It's very whatever. easy to romanticize your life while you're it's traveling. So it's so easy. Thing. It's so easy. And so then I'd come back to Toronto and I was like, I love that version of myself that like right. just doesn't give a fuck. She just like reads and and is like creative and she like dresses really nicely and she's tanned. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, just, that always like, helps. You know what I mean? Like I just felt so good. So I would try to come back you to Toronto. You felt free to be that ultimate version of yourself yes. because there wasn't the society, there wasn't the normal like things around you that would maybe make you question it like if you were doing it in Toronto you might be like eh well I actually have this to do and I should probably just totally or like take a whole afternoon and even something as little as like like if I was traveling I'd go sit at a bar and have a drink and I'd be like this is fine because then you can like have conversation with the bartender people around you but I would never like and maybe that's confidence thing I just wouldn't do that here in Toronto because I'm like well I have friends here like why wouldn't I just go for that but like that does yeah that does make me feel like a bit of a main character moment and so I try to do things that give me that main character energy and whether that's like just going for a walk with like a coffee in hand and I'm like living my best life yeah window shopping and buying yourself window shopping buying myself something and so I have such a vivid image of Kristen's main character moment. It is like, honestly, I can okay, literally I see, I can picture it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to set the scene. My voice just cracks. I'm like, yeah, I'm so it not was confident. the summertime. Okay. And I think we were actually planning this. It was like a planning session for the second season of the episode. And okay. you was it wearing my fucking, Probably. Yeah. You was. walked into my place and I was like, I don't know who this bitch is, but like, I'm loving her. You oh had just God, gone shopping. That. Oh, no. you Did you buy your Different cowboy boots in New York? Yeah. So this was before. Was before. You, okay, bought, okay. you had those pink pants. You bought pink pants. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I those pants. Yeah. So you walked in and like I don't – That was I, a me day though. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm like now embellishing it because this is truly like how I envision you. Your hair just looks so good. You had these like sunglasses on and you just – like you had like beautiful jewelry, your fit was amazing. And like even just sitting outside on my on my balcony, mm-hmm. the way that you were even sitting, it was just such a bad bitch main character moment and you walked and you knew it. Like you walked in knowing that that was you even said you're like I'm having my main character moment today. And That's I was so funny cuz now that you're loving- saying it, I do I do remember that day very vividly and I 
went to Kensington Market and like yes. shopped around for the day um, by myself and I just like listened to the music I wanted to listen to and like hyped myself up all day and I had a really fantastic one. It was fucking amazing. And I and bought it's these like, like pink puffy yes. pants. <laughs> yeah, but that it was just so awesome. like you you like oozed this like mm. energy that was like main character but then also on the flip it's not like you walked in and i was like oh my god i'm like shriveling like shrinking. because i'm not yeah. thinking thing i felt like oh my god I'm gonna girl meet her there. like i'm gonna yeah, meet yeah, her yeah. there like you brought in this that. energy and i was like bitch i'm gonna meet you right there and i, yeah, I instantly felt like hyped up because i was like mm-hmm. yo she's living her best best life today that's and sick. i want to live my best life for the rest of this day you never told me that i love that story oh my god you need to tell I, me that like whenever I, i'm like, having a bad day <laughs> i'm like truly like i can picture it like i literally just picture you walking in and then us sitting on my balcony and your like feet were up on my like two seat it just was the whole vibe that. of it and but it's that's, so funny because that was a day that i intentionally set out to be a yes. me day because i had been not feeling that way yeah and because i had not been taking any time for myself and i was working a shit ton and I felt like I was just like running on a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? And I remember I think I was telling you about it. I'm like, I just need to do my own fucking yeah. thing. I need to go to Kensington and mm-hmm. just like walk on Queen and or whatever I wanted to do. Just like literally be with me and kind of take yeah. myself out on a date and hang out with myself. And it was so rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. And I felt so much more grounded in myself. And it made me realize how little I do that to myself with myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I so rarely – uh, give myself those opportunities and then I wonder why I'm not feeling super in line with myself I'm like because I yeah. haven't hung out with myself in a long time yeah 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 and that happens yeah. obviously especially around the holidays so everyone should take care of themselves but it is really difficult when you're so go 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 mm-hmm. to remind yourself the things that you love about yourself when you're not doing those things yeah you know it's what I true. mean it's true but that's also it is like how you build – how you end up building confidence is totally. like finding things that you like to do and Which just takes doing curiosity them. and it takes patience and it yes. takes finding things that you also don't like to do. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But that's how you – that's how I find that like I've built confidence over time and like especially mm-hmm. now like I do feel very confident in myself now – um, in a lot of areas of my life, but I think that's because I've spent so, especially during this pandemic, I have spent so much time with myself that I'm like, I know what I like and I know what I don't like in a lot of different areas of my life. And I know what I'm good at. And I also know what I'm not good at. And Mm -hmm. like, do I want to put energy into stuff that I'm not good at? Not really. Maybe some stuff I can improve for sure, but like right things that you you end up getting. Yeah. You end up just, I think the confidence, like my I do feel I have confidence now, but I'm like, that comes from just like, I just really know myself. Like right. I And that really, comes from spending time alone with yourself, yes. which I don't think we get to do nearly enough anymore. We do not get to do And that, got, nearly that also came from during the pandemic, you living by yourself and it was yeah. also like a forced, <laughs> a forced yeah. situation. 100% but it was you forced. genuinely like crumbled a little bit like a phoenix <laughs> from the ashes and then you, but you rose from them. You know what I mean? Like I think yes. you, you have to kind of peel back and yeah. I, I do think that there is a breaking down before you build yourself back too. up so I want to ask like if you're you're working on it right now yeah what I mean, are always, some yeah. things that you're doing right now to like help you build back your confidence so I always like and I think I, I I don't know if I've mentioned this before but like the idea of creating confidence because I do think that it's like an active yes. process I don't think it's just something that you have or you don't have yeah it's basically just 
using your brain um, like the muscle that it is and creating it by creating healthier thought patterns yeah. because you are not your thoughts. You're not your emotions. You That's your, your ego basically mm-hmm. and you get to kind of dissect yourself away from that and that's something that takes a lot of time. I would recommend reading The Powers Now by Eckhart Tolle but um, mm. I do think that like when I'm not feeling confident in order to like recreate or kind of – yeah, like bring about that confidence again. It comes down to finding time for myself, advocating mm-hmm. for myself. I think that's the biggest thing. When you feel oh, like your huge. boundaries are being stepped on by mm-hmm. your partner or by your friends or by your work or by your family and you don't feel like you can be in a position to really advocate for yourself and step mm-hmm. in and be like, listen, you've crossed a boundary here. I don't feel comfortable coming over for lunch, brunch and dinner or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel mm-hmm. comfortable doing this, especially coming up to the holidays. I think we revert back to a lot of old patterns when we're around Mm -hmm. our parents because we do become our inner children again around them. And that can be very disheartening and disappointing because you're like, I thought I made so much progress, but now I'm acting like a spoiled teenager again or not spoiled, but like a bratty teenager again. And I think um, you have to be super kind to yourself and super compassionate and kind of take yourself under your own wing a little Mm -hmm. bit because how I've been talking about this in my therapy sessions with my incredible therapist is – kind of seeing myself as the my adult self and then also like my inner child. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And using my compassion that I usually put onto other people and funnel it inwards towards my inner child that's been oh kind God, of hurt yeah. or kind of feeling like these ideas that I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I comfort her with my logical adult brain. You know yes. what I mean? Because oh like, I'm like, logically, so I know I'm badass. Much. Logically, I know that I'm capable and that I'm talented mm-hmm. and that I have so much to give to this world. But there's a little part of me that second guesses that. And that's yeah. because she was hurt and um, as a little girl and maybe didn't believe those things growing mm-hmm. up. So yeah, my yeah. energy now is put onto trying to repair that just honestly through my thought patterns, like noticing and it can be kind of tiring sometimes, especially it when is, you kind yeah, of first sure. r- realize you're like, wow, my negative voice is running rampant full speed. Right like, now. Yeah, yeah, running rampant. And when you're able to kind of sit in silence, even if it's like – and this was very hard for me because I'm always – I always have TV playing. I always have a podcast going. I always have music going. But like, even if it's like I'm going to clean the house for the next half an hour and I'm going to do it in silence. And mm-hmm. I did that last night. And I was just like, I'm going to go around my apartment. I'm just going to do my own thing and it's going to be quiet. I'm just going to be with my thoughts and I'm going to observe. I'm just going to listen in on how my brain is doing. And when negative things come up, I don't attach myself to them. Like it's not like it's like, oh, well, that's because I'm like this. That's because I'm like I'm shitty or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just kind of observe them. And that came from meditation too, from the Headspace app, especially like not a sponsor, but they've helped me a lot in terms of like observing thoughts like passing clouds and not – latching on to like that as an identity like it's mm-hmm. like oh well I'm thinking that I'm shitty that must mean that I'm shitty it's like well no you are not your thoughts your brain is just hardwired because of how hyper stimulating our environment is to be on overdrive all the time yeah. and that's actually that's a nothing like it's yeah. just gonna pass by and no, it's gonna it's go so away true. and that's something that has taken a lot of years to get better at and it's something mm-hmm. that I should probably be focusing more of my attention on but again we live in such a busy world and in December especially it's like oh, I, I, I feel know. like I haven't had a day to myself you don't you um, usually don't but you have to find little moments like if you're in the car if you're on the subway just pause your music and sit in silence and mm-hmm. just observe feel your feet in your shoes feel your hands in your pockets like take a second and take some deep breaths and be like I am here and I'm amazing mm-hmm. and I know that I'm amazing like mm-hmm. it's an unequivocal fact you know what yeah. I mean yeah 100%. I totally agree with you on that. 
It is Can like I a- give a quick shout out first also before I um before I forget because I it's in the back of my thing. But our incredible producer Chloe, the three of us went out for an accidental dinner. Oh my god, dinner, yes, talk and about it. She created this like manifestation slash affirmation advent calendar. Mm-hmm. She handmade it for both of us. Crazy. And every single day you flip over these beautiful little cards and they have an affirmation attached to them. And honestly, it's just, it's such a thoughtful gift. And mm-hmm. I just want to give her a shout out. And I know you do too, because it was just, not only is it gorgeous, obviously, because Chloe is so artistic and talented, yeah. but it's just an incredibly thoughtful thing. So we love you, Chloe. Thank you. But also like, I, th- I actually thought you were going to go a different route because I oh. also want to talk about how like when and we talked about this too and we've we've said this to chloe as well um we need to introduce you guys to chloe i feel like nobody, yeah she needs to come up well interview yeah. her season three um but sh- when we went out for dinner she like i messaged her after the dinner and i was like i don't know what it is but you are exuding just so much confidence and she called me and she was like, thank you. And like literally was like, I don't think that this should be a text message. I wanted to call you and tell you that, yeah, like this and that. And this is what I've been doing. Like she just looked and it was like she's radiant. been. Yeah, she looked radiant. Like she was truly just like she was so confident in the way that she was speaking. And she was like, it just was, I don't know what it was. It was like an energy thing about her that I was like, totally. you are just There's definitely so, been a shift. And it's there's incredible. been such a it's shift. Been incredible to watch. It's so fucking cool. I mean, I think it's happened to the three of us over the timeline mm-hmm. of each of our friendships with each other. And it's kind of just been fun seeing each other step into yeah. like our light. And I think it's also how I've been able to recognize that these are really true friends because mm-hmm. we've created that space for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what Very I mean? Much so. Not to all uh, jerk each other off too much, but, but- <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> say it loud, say it proud, girl. But say I will loud, say, say like as part of like tools on how to create confidence, yes. I do think that like it doesn't happen in a vacuum. And it doesn't happen overnight. Um, it doesn't Low happen no. overnight and it doesn't happen in a vacuum. Like you need to surround yourself with people and friends and family or whatever it is that oh, so make true. you feel confident. And like if you fail around them, it's okay. Yeah, that's 100%. like they're not going to focus have, you need to have on a your safe failures. Space. Yeah, you do. Like you can't just do it that all create, on your own. Yeah. Totally. And also like I love what you said about ad- advocating for yourself. I recently um, quit my job and I find, but I do find that I was not getting like a lot of like constructive feedback on things that I was producing. Or respectful conversation. Yeah, just like actually like barely any feedback at all. And so I was in the last like month, I feel like I was kind of torn down a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the flip of like what that would have normally, maybe a couple years ago or any other whatever, would have maybe be like, well, shit, like I'm not good at I'm bad at my job. I'm bad at this. I'm bad at my job. I advocated for myself so much being like, this is what I need to do my job. This is how I'm going to succeed here. This is blah, blah, blah. It actually made basic me constructive more criticism com- leadership. Yeah. <laughs> more confident in my skills because I was like, I'm so certain of what I need to succeed and I know it's actually going to help me succeed here. So right. like it just kind of made me more confident because I was like but that literally also comes fighting yourself, for myself. Think, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. I think that's amazing. And you, you've done an incredible job. Totally. But it just like it is so something that you create and you develop over time. It's a skill. It is it a is. skill. It's, it, you're creating confidence just as though you would hone any other skill. Yes. And it's not something that just like you don't become a, a great figure skater overnight. You 
practice on the weekends, you know? (laughs) And I think one last thing when you were saying that it doesn't happen in a vacuum and you, you kind of have to be conscious of the people that you surround yourself with because people's energies do have an incredible consequence Mm -hmm. at both positive and negative, um, on your ability to feel like you can be yourself and being very, um, astute in your observations of the people that you spend the most time with, because I do think that it can really make or break, to be honest, sometimes. Um, your your full potential in creating confidence for yourself but I remember I have um, I had a great friend and we had coffee this one time in the summer and he was saying that um, you are an amalgamation of your closest six people like your Mm. closest six friends and he asked me to write down like (gasps) six like my six people that I think I like spend the most time with and like know me kind of the most intimately yeah and he asked like whether like those six people are like very positive influences in my life or negative influences mm-hmm. in my life or if I enjoyed spending time with them or if I felt like I could be my greatest self around them. He's like, and if any of those people don't elicit that response from you, you need to sub them out with people that do. And you need to wow. actively work towards spending more time with the people that you feel like do align with your greatest purpose. <clears throat> you, Whoa, where's my voice going? <laughs> um, and that do kind of bring out that energy in you. Wow. Because that's going to enable you to kind of shine your brightest and it's not going to be around kind of like maybe your friends that you've had for a really long time that you've kind of had like these older maybe more limiting patterns with Mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm. I mean who you like only can talk shit with or whatever maybe it's with like a new friend that you have a blank slate with that like loves you exactly for who you are and maybe that's who you need to be not that I'm saying you ditch your old friends totally totally different people in your life for different reasons but I'm saying like maybe it is with a blank slate that allows you to kind of explore who you feel like you really are in a way that you maybe feel like you can't because of those limiting things with your with your older friends. For an example, yeah. like I, this isn't like a real thing for me, but I'm just saying um, I love as an that. example. I and I think wanna... as a practice, if anyone wants some homework, um, write down wanna... your closest six people and yeah. see if you feel like they help you to shine your brightest. And if not, make some changes. 2022, snip, snip, bitch. Wow, you know? I love that. I totally want to try that. And I only remembered that because I literally went through my notes app the other day mm. because I was trying to clean clean house a little bit. Yes. I have like 4,000 notes and I was trying to amalgamate like all my passwords and all my random stuff mm-hmm. that I have in like random different notes. And I found my list of people and I was like, oh, wow, you're in it, by the way, obviously. Love you. You'd be in mine for um, sure. But it was just kind of an interesting that is so interesting conversation I, and i and i, I have heard that before but so i've long. never thought about like actually writing it down that you're like the you're the sum of the closest people to you i've totally. just never thought about like actually writing it down yeah and it was um that's so interesting totally i think it was uh a fun little exercise and that it doesn't take obviously exercise. more than a few minutes but it's kind of always nice to yeah just observe so what does confidence look like to you now? Like when you meet someone who is really confident, like what does that person usually look like or like act like? Um, I mean, that's a great question. I would say, a, okay, I would say a confident person, and this is something that I'm learning now mm-hmm. more than ever, doesn't need to be the loudest person in the room a confident person doesn't need to be the kind of like one that's taking up all the space i think Mm -hmm. actually in contrary um a confident person doesn't need to take up any space if they don't want to and they Mm -hmm. feel super comfortable sitting back observing and just Mm -hmm. feeling really grounded and silent in the knowledge that they are 
good enough in any in any way that they present themselves in any way that they come into a space because I think we're often taught that like extroversion extroversion is confidence coming into a room be like hey I'm I'm this nice to meet you but sometimes it's also um if it doesn't look like that to you it can look like coming in and just listening to people's stories and feeling like hey I don't actually need to butt in here I don't actually need to override this conversation with my Mm -hmm. own monologue something that I need to look (laughs) work on more sometimes because I get very (laughs) excited sometimes when I'm talking to people but um I think yeah a quiet confidence is true confidence for me where it looks like if you don't need to shout it from the rooftops to be like I'm amazing. I'm a blah, blah, blah. Um, and you just know it. Yeah. I'm not there yet, 100%. But that's what it, I, that's what I like. That's what I think it it is. Fuck, I would 100% agree with you on just all of that. Like I find the most confident people I've met are people that are giving space to others mm-hmm. to to like be themselves or share their share their story, share their whatever because they are exactly like you said they're just so confident in themselves Mm -hmm. that they're like i don't need to tell you i don't need to prove myself i don't need to prove myself at all totally and i am like and i i just like love being around those people that are just so fucking like you know they're just so certain of themselves and yeah it's it's honestly it's it's an intoxicating thing it's very attractive in a person as a friend or as a partner yeah it's the quiet confidence when you just like sit back and let other people do the talking when mm. it's like I like that phrase of like you have two ears and one mouth so like listen more and listen talk twice less. as much as you talk yeah yeah totally. and I'm like I just I love when people are, are confident like that that they I just know. don't need to they're exactly <laughs> so the two people that are it. so extroverted and so loud <laughs> we're like we love uh just being thoughtful and confident Quiet, like, silent. you and I at a party like just like getting low and screaming but hey we're working on it people <laughs> I know <laughs> The fact that I was like probably screaming in your restaurant when we went to meet. Yeah, 100%. But whatever. (laughs) But I mean, I also like to sit back and let other people speak and just be really zen and quiet. No, but I do think that that's like the goal where it's like obviously there's – and and just like anything, we're saying that confidence, it's like an action word. It's Mm -hmm. It can mean many different things in many different scenarios. And for some people and for in some circumstances, it means kind of getting up front and stage and grabbing a hold of a conversation and being able to kind of navigate something when somebody else doesn't feel like they can or whatever it may be. But sometimes it does mean feeling so assured in who you are that you don't need to prove yourself. If somebody makes an insult to you, you know that your self-worth means Mm -hmm. that like – and I think this goes without saying, but I do think that it's important to say it anyway, that – people's interactions with you are a direct reflection of themselves. Everything is a mirror. Mm -hmm. So when somebody says, oh, it's really interesting that you've never had an office job or it's really interesting, it's they're saying everything about them and nothing about you. It means that they feel like they wouldn't have worth without an office job or without Mm -hmm. corporate acknowledgement or whatever it is. It it doesn't mean anything about me. I Yes. And that takes a little bit to learn. That does take time to learn. Totally. Oh my gosh, I'm also just thinking back. I don't know if I've shared this on another episode, but like I just think back to like when I was not confident in like where my career was going or like what I was doing with my life, blah, blah, blah. And I had had like just booked Beckham. This is like two years ago now. I just booked Beckham and I was out for drinks and someone asked like about like about the show and I don't know why, but I blurted out 
yeah, well, it's like going to Broadway. So like, I don't even know if I'll like be living here like next year. <laughs> I literally blurted okay. it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody asked, girl. Nobody yeah. fucking asked. Like you were just like screaming, being like, I'm over, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm yeah, over yeah, I'm yeah. And then <laughs> closer to the end of the night, I like turned to my friend and I was like, I don't know why I said that. That's not true. Like, it's just not. And it got like the show got cut short. <laughs> And I was like, that's like not true. I don't know why. I was like, I don't know why I said that. I just blurted it. I literally blurted it out. Like it was like, I couldn't even stop myself. But you at least were in a place where you could be like reflective about it and be like, what was that about? (laughs) And now I think about it and I'm like, ah, I don't even, I I wouldn't even care. Like I literally would not care. If somebody made a comment about my career. Yeah. Like I, I just, it would not even bother me, but I just think what a fucking difference of like totally. two years. I would never say something like that now, ever. Totally. Like I don't give a shit what somebody thinks about me in my career. Yeah, yeah. Off, like actually you know? it's uh, airing in a back alley. Yeah. You come by sometime. <laughs> Seriously, I pierce ears for fun now, so you should come. Yeah. Wait, do you actually? No, of course not. Oh, I was going to be like, can you pierce my ear? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> totally different podcast. Oh, so gullible. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I love that. And I think that's so important to kind of put your own emotional reactions to the side just yes. as like a final moment to be like to recognize that when people do insult you or tear mm-hmm. you down or do whatever, it says so much more about them than it does about you. And maybe that means that you need to reevaluate the people that you surround yourself with and maybe yeah. you kind of move around some of those people in the top six of your life because I, th- I just think life is too short to spend time with people that don't absolutely gas you the fuck up. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Why Unless you're like being in like a, like reckless and like drunk driving, don't gas people up about. But you know what Went I'm saying. I, don't, I didn't yes. need to put a caveat in there, but you know what that I mean. was. That was the strangest caveat I have. Yeah, ever I don't know. Heard. My brain's going. The coffee's hit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like drunk driving, right? <laughs> but you know what I mean. I just mean obviously about when you're doing great things, your friends yes. should be gassing you up. I don't I, mean just yes people is what I meant. I agree, and we cool. are we gas gas each other up totally. all the time. All the time. Environmentally friendly. Environmentally friendly. The only kind of gas I like. <laughs> yes, the healthy kind of gas. The healthy gas. That's a Just absolutely uh, cheerleading for your friends. I think that makes you, honestly, why yeah. you're in my top six is because you are an incredible friend for that. I will also say, sorry, and one last thing. And you see me for my best self, even when I, I do don't. see you for your best self. But I will and also say that you get confidence in building other people up because then – I think there's also something in that because it's like then you're surrounding yourself with people that are – Who are in a position to build you up Who are in a position to build. Totally. Yeah. I love that. Confidence, baby. Do unto others. Yeah. Do unto others as you would like done unto you. Yeah. Right? (laughs) I think – I don't know. There's a Bible verse or something, but we are not – those people those people (laughs) um can i give one last snippet of advice we've already kind of touched on it but just like as it pertains to the holidays Mm -hmm. take care of yourselves yes don't feel guilty for eating just because you had a really Mm -hmm. big dinner doesn't mean that you don't that, that you don't eat breakfast um your body needs food and it's okay to indulge and enjoy yourself without you feeling bad your worth does not come from anything like that Amen. and that if you don't love all of the family time, remind yourself to take some time for yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. Go for a nice walk around the block. Go get a nice coffee. Sit with yourself. But um, yeah, work on setting some boundaries and know that you are loved by us at the very least, which it, very for least. whatever that's worth, we do love you a lot. And I will say, if you can find 
like one thing to do for yourself every single day. And whether that's like taking five minutes out to like read your favorite book or like listen to your favorite song, like you said, Chris, go for a walk. Just do that. Like, even if you're not, I think even if you're, yeah, even if you're not like seeing family that day, I think that you can, you can rack up the points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't take much sometimes. So just make sure that you take time for yourself. And I think it's so important. Agreed. We love you. We do love you a lot. And I love you, Al, but I'm seeing you shortly. So can't wait. I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for making it through our second season of Access yeah. Friends. It means so much. Honestly, this has just become such a passion project for both of us. We really care about the conversations Seriously. that we're creating. We're really, we really care about the community that we're creating and um, that you are creating, honestly, mm-hmm. um, all of you out there that listen to our podcast every week and that text us or DM us and tell us how much they align with like the conversations and relate to what we're saying. It just means, honestly, the world. So, And if you ever have you like so podcast ideas that you're like, oh, I really want you guys to talk about this, like honestly, let us know. Just DM us. We're, yeah, we're absolutely. We're so happy to do it. Yeah, we would love to have all of the chats. We really can't get enough of each other or you guys. So um, (laughs) just let us know and we'll keep doing this uh, into infinity. So next season will come 2022 because somehow 2021 is almost over. How the fuck? How? How, 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 how? I don't know. I know. But But I'm excited, um, baby. Yeah, I can't wait and see you all next year. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on our Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you next year.